Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of The Film Freaks. I am your host Derek and with me as always is Maddie G, my co-host. How you hey, doing? how's it going? I'm great, I'm great. How are you, man? Oh, you have no idea. Stayed up a little late last night, so I woke up a little groggy. You already know I was texting you about that. So when I was ready today, I got myself an energy drink, and now I'm doing pretty good. First time uh, trying the Rockstar energy. Oh, how is that? I don't drink energy it, drinks. Me on energy it, drinks. It tastes pretty idea. good, though. This one's flavored in fruit punch, so already good choice. But, Fair enough. Yeah. Well, that's good. Dude, I had one heck of a week. Um, so not only did we celebrate my parents' anniversary, I was actually born on my parents' eighth wedding anniversary, funny enough. So I managed to get myself the game Alan Wake. Uh, we Ooh. watched the movie that we're going to be discussing. I bought Bohemian Rhapsody on um, Voodoo. I also bought the sequel to the movie that we're covering this week. Um, which I'll probably be doing a teaser tomorrow on, um, which would be Sunday. And it'll be like kind of coming this week on the film for, you know what I mean? Kind of teasing around, but, um, yeah, dude, I it's been crazy, man. I, I am absolutely in love with this movie. Let, let's go ahead and just get into it already. Cause man, I, I have some stuff I need to say. Oh yeah. There's what, a lot to say about what is this movie. What is this movie anyway? Like what movie are well, we talking about? This is probably the movie that you fear if you're in the tech industry because every single bit of AI, including your phone, actually kind of similar to the Mitchells versus the Machines in a way, we're talking about Terminator. So going into this, this actually sets up a very peculiar set of circumstances. To my knowledge, and correct me if I'm wrong, you have seen this movie. A long time ago with my father. It, I loved it back then when I saw it. Shocking to many, this will come as a surprise to just about everyone listening, I have never seen The Terminator, I have never seen Rocky, I have never seen The Matrix, and all my friends keep going, what is wrong with you, you crazy lunatic, you want to get into film and storytelling, yet you've never seen these movies. Well, this year, I'm going to start trying to work on that. So the tables are somewhat flipped in this episode. You are the slightly more experienced party, and I am the complete noob. So I just wanted to address that from the get-go. So obviously, I'm just going to go on to you know kind of list the casting real quick. Um, for those of you that don't know, let me actually pull it up right here. How much money do you think that they put into this, by the way, this movie? Well, this is an older film, so budget probably wasn't as much. And And then again, we did see Saw, and that wasn't much of a budget, but it was still a really good movie. Well, I'll give you a heads up, right? So this was Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? Like, nearing the peak of his career. I would say this is pretty much just about peak Arnold. And um, so he he's already a name in Hollywood at this time, right? And it's 1984. Yeah. So if that helps at all. How much was Saw? That was like a couple hundred thousand, wasn't it? It was or, a million. No, it was just like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay, so that was a million. I would assume for this one, was this around the same time frame? No. I'm just going to say, okay. This so I'll take before. a guess and say maybe two and a half? million 6.4 million dollars 
Oh, I was way off. To put this in perspective, <laughs> to put this in perspective, uh, Terminator 2, Judgment Day, after the first Terminator was, you know, made for 6.4 million, Terminator 2, Judgment Day was made for 100 million. Then Rise of Terminator Three: Rise of the Term uh, Rise of the Machines was made for one hundred eighty-seven point three, and then it kind of just fluctuates there, right? So literally, they like quad like more than quadrupled the amount of money that they were going to give um, James Cameron for this movie for the sequel. I mean, that's how good it did. The yeah. box office was insane. Day zero, obviously zero dollars. Day one, this movie, if I can actually grab this right here. Let's see. Um, God, I was really going to do something cool with this, but... <laughs> okay, opening weekend for The Terminator, $4 million. Ooh. Domestic box office, $38 million. Worldwide, $78 million. So... This was a huge movie. They made mad money. Yeah, and then they made even more with the sequel. But anyhow, so for those of you that have no idea and clearly live under a rock, uh, Terminator stars good old Arnold Schwarzenegger, the mans, uh, Linda Hamilton as Sarah Connor, and Michael Bean as Kyle Reese. That's really the, the main cast here. And I want you to give me a brief synopsis of what this movie is about. Like, okay, in, yeah. in two minutes. Starting now. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, the movie is about a future war that basically has not happened yet. The Terminators are an advanced AI under, I believe it's called Skynet. Yes. Where... Skynet is a meme, bro, at this point, let me tell you. It yeah, was a meme, at much. least. But... There's some sort of technology that was developed that allowed time travel back into the past. A Terminator, or a Terminator got through, and so did uh, Kyle Reese, as you learn his name later on. But in doing so, uh, the facility was blown up, and that technology is not accessible anymore. And so, what is the goal of these two? Well, the Terminator has to kill their target... Sarah Connor, who is the mother of John Connor, who is a pivotal point in the storyline of the Terminator movies. Kyle Connor has to protect Sarah you Connor. You mean Kyle Reese? You said Kyle Connor. Kyle Reese. Sorry, I'm mixing <laughs> names. But <laughs> That's my yeah, job. Kyle Reese has to, has to protect Sarah Connor so that John Connor can be born and create that pivotal moment in which the humans are able to turn the tables against the machines. Perfect. Perfect. That's time right there, man. That was beautiful. I'm going to make you do this every episode from now on, maybe. I don't know <laughs> um, maybe so, not every episode. Yeah, it's no, a little quite. shaky, honestly. Okay, so, I will get better. So I get, I get like all these, like I get done watching this movie, right? And one of the first things that comes to mind is when I started, like when I hit play, when you reach that opening title sequence, we don't get a whole lot of those anymore. I think in Mission Impossible, we still kind of get them, you know, here and there um, with different films in the present day. But the title sequence to this, where they, 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 dun, 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 and they're, and they're just like the, 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 the title is forming beautiful. 
I miss that, man. Like, that was... Ugh, the music in this is so good, too. I love the Terminator theme. I, I think I heard it as a joke sometimes here and there. But, like, to actually hear it and to see the title and everything, phenomenal. In love with it. I don't know about you at all. I, I love yeah. that. I especially love that old sort of, like, synth wave music style of that era. Oh, it's like, beautiful. Yeah, some of the music that I listened to, not so much now, but I used to, I don't know, maybe a, a couple months back, I would put on Scandroid, um, this other this other band that I'm forgetting the name of, Gunship. They okay. make some beautiful, like, uh, 90s, 70s style, or what, I don't remember the exact decade, but God, I love that stuff. My most favorite of that at least of gunship is fly fight for your life fly for your life one of the two the music video oh my god dude i tell you so with with this um i don't even think that it's like retro-y at, as much i think it's just it's perfect like pretty much it, it's one of the most recognizable like 80s themes you'll hear and oh yeah, you know one of, one of my favorite things about watching this movie is because of how much older it is. So we watched it on Prime. It's actually free on Prime. So if you have never seen this movie or want to rewatch it, do yourself a favor, get yourself a Prime account. You don't have to pay a single dime, and you can just like watch it for free. It, it's I don't think you have to pay for it at least. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. At least for the trial. Yeah, but it it is. Oh my gosh, man. <laughs> Do yourself a favor, people. Yeah, I'm it's, you. it's a really good movie for its time. You can definitely tell that it's an older film. It's not as high quality as you would see in the current day, but it is a good movie. Well, and, and that leads me to one of my, my big points. Well, actually, a few of my big points here. So there are scenes where, and we're, we're going to, this is a spoiler discussion. So again, if you haven't seen it, do see it. I mean, I'm telling you, like, th for me, overall, this is my favorite, like, you know, retro dare I say, um, but like classic films, this is my favorite by far this entire year. Like I, I am, I am. Ooh, I love this movie so much, man. <laughs> there's nothing you like keep saying this and I already know <laughs> there's, there's nothing like going up the street to your, your local pizzeria, grabbing a couple slices, getting home, chowing down on some pizza and watching an old timey movie. There's nothing like it. Okay. But yeah. um, going into this, so one of the, my favorite things is because this is an older movie, you actually can see some of the effects that they use in the film. So there's a scene where um, after after a chase scene, um, Arnold is like, you know, his his, his face He's battle is, damage. Yeah, he's starting to be yeah. take on battle damage. Well, the term the thing with the Terminators is that they bleed, they speak, they blink, they they I'm sure have saliva in their mouth, all that they stuff. They even smell as bad as us. Even the bad breath. So, you know, <laughs> it, it's it's effectively, you know, completely almost imp next to impossible to figure out what it's like who and who isn't a terminator or what the you know who the terminator is right um when they're amongst a crowd love that all right could be anybody but as arnold is taking on this battle damage there's actually a scene and i think this is what deterred me away initially when i was younger uh from watching this movie but now that i'm into film it's like Ugh! so there's a scene where his eye like gets screwed up right and it's an artificial eye 
um, meaning it's like a like a glass eye, if you will, right? It's not like an actual human eyeball. And so what happens is he actually like removes it in a um, in like a, an abandoned apartment or whatever, and he cleans it up, and you actually see the the Terminator eye right there behind his real eye, but it gets better. Oh yeah. They did not intend for this to happen, but for its time, phenomenal. But today you can actually tell like it's a it's a an animatronic, but when he puts on like the glasses, that's the animatronic. But it's like real hands, I believe, putting on the glasses. But it's amazing. The animatronic there looks incredible. So like the VFX team for this and all, remarkable. This is obviously um, several years after uh, Star Wars revolutionized special effects. So I, that's why I like to say Star Wars kind of began more of a modern era with film. And so having that, it's just, it's remarkable to see that um, later in the movie when like all the skin and muscles and everything are melted away and the T1 or the T800, I believe it is, um, is walking towards Sarah and Reese. They used stop motion. Phenomenal. <laughs> it looks incredible. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I mean it, it looks janky, but of course you can only do so much with visual effects at the time. So, yeah, it does look a little weird, but for the time, again, it was very well done. It was a great film. They executed it very nicely. And I think that... They got the point across. One of my favorite parts about this is that... Arnold Schwarzenegger, I think, is, is was one of those people. And now I, I wasn't really, you know, the 90s, 80s. I wasn't around really much for those. But to my knowledge, Arnold Schwarzenegger was one of the hottest actors, like, you know, in, in, in Hollywood at the time, right? If you have a movie with Arnold, Arnold will bring you in several million dollars as it is, right? Total Recall, all these other movies that he's done. So yep. to cast... And there is a reason that he became governor one time. Oh yeah, because popularity. <laughs> yes, but um, it's not every day you have this like Hollywood, you know, superstar playing a villain. And they actually were talking about. I was watching a little bit of behind the scenes before we started recording, and they were saying that um, Arnold Schwarzenegger was actually going to be playing Kyle Reese, and like the good guy, and it was so amazing to see how that evolved into him actually being the terminator because they i think what it was was james cameron actually sent arnold some concept art of arnold's face with the, the terminator eye and everything and Arnold was like yes <laughs> yes i'm doing it i'm the terminator now and i was like oh it's, it's just it's so fitting and i think he was just perfect you know the the movements and everything that he does, the the just everything about it so subtle, so efficient, and yet so robotic. You know, even even oh, when yeah. when they put the animatronic in, it's so difficult to actually like. At first, you're like, wait a minute, you know. And it, the only thing that put me off was the skin, because you can't like replicate human skin in the '80s perfectly. You know what I mean? Unless it's yeah, like, you know, perfect. But even then, it's like uh. But do you have any points you wanted to get across? Or, yeah, I was uh, actually going to add more to the anatomy, I guess, of the Terminator. Because, like, going back to that scene where he was, uh, you know, self-diagnosing -diag his uh, wounds or whatever and doing self-repair. 
or it, it, technically he can't really self-repair at the time because there's no real tech to be able to do that. But this is where I feel like some people who are into anatomy would kind of freak out. And even later on, when or after the skin is melted away and you see the model or whatever it was that they used for the actual Terminator robot. Where if you take a look at the design of this animatronic, then and uh, relate that to actual human anatomy, the tendons, ligaments, muscles, and everything, they did a very good job of replicating not only the skeletal structure, because like you can see the shoulder blades of the robot as it's advancing towards uh, Sarah and Kyle uh, towards the end of the movie, but they just did a very good job of, you know, designing what this robot would look like, make it look very accurate to a human. Because that was the entire goal of these robots, to make them seem as human as possible. And what better way to do that than to replicate actual human body systems? Fair enough. Now, I gotta ask you, by the way, um, so this movie is like set in 2029. Do you think in seven years from now, or less than seven years, that Terminators will be real? <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I mean, it's no. it's still quite possible, but I It is possible, it. but yeah, I highly doubt that would actually happen either. <laughs> I love when these movies that are like from the 80s or whatever are set, like, you have Back to the Future, they go to 2015, and they got hoverboards and stuff. In this movie, they go to 2029, and they got, like, big old tankers, and, you know, Skynet is taking over the world, and they're, you know, rolling over skulls with tanks and stuff, which, by the way, is perfect imagery. I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, Going into this, though, I will say there is even a clip in the behind the scenes where they actually show, like, a model tanker, and that kind of brought me back to the Dark Knight behind the scenes where they used the, uh, where they, like, so they flipped a real truck, but they used models in that scene as well. And so it's just, it's really cool to see the evolution of technology and film and, you know, to see all that. Cause this, there's a lot of destruction in this movie. I frankly think this is one of the most like action packed summer blockbusters ever. And that, Yes, I'm looking at you, Michael Bay, with your bloody Transformers over there. <laughs> I think that this is clear, like significant, not only because the story matches, but the whole time you're feeling the suspense, right? So the, the moment that Arnold comes face to face with Sarah Connor, boom, like he pulls out a gun, he's going to terminate her. And it's up to Reese to actually like, you know, take Arnold out. What really intrigued me was, you have Reese who sounds like this lunatic and even the police are getting in on this. Like what, what in the world? Like this guy is a nut, right? He's an absolute nut job. He's a wacko. And yeah, and that's the thing. If 
if anyone from the future were to come back to the past and explain where they came from and how bad stuff like this is or how amazing the future is, you would sound like an absolute nut job and no one would believe you. Well, the one guy's like, I, I could write a book off this guy. And he actually seemed yeah. to really consider it. And I was like, heck yeah, bro, <laughs> go for it. it God, I love that guy. It's amazing because it's like, dang, cuz like... You just he sounds like a lunatic and and she actually sarah tries to get away from reese and initially and it's like wow this guy really is crazy like i can't blame sarah at all for this and one of my favorite parts was just like every time that arnold's on on screen the music like um goes into the music actually has a theme for him so every time he appears on screen the music for Arnold's Terminator goes into effect. The yeah, I believe movie, the term for that is a motif. It could be. That I don't know there's, for sure. There's like a whole thing with music theory. I believe that's the term for it. Fair enough. But it's just really cool to see that kind of thought go into this. I also loved the fact that throughout this movie there were certain elements of suspense i mean there there's a bit where they shoot the terminator there's a bit where they stab the terminator there's a few moments where they actually try to blow him up like three times and he just he, he doesn't stop the terminator is effectively the perfect machine almost it's not until they go into a factory and put like one of those i don't know what you call them big old flattener thingies like the the press or whatever yeah, it's like they, a hydraulic press yeah and and that's when they can crush him and that's when the light on the eye goes out now i was thinking throughout this movie like you know arnold's going to become a good guy because of all the stupid trailers to these newer terminator films so i'm just thinking to myself he's going to come back he has to come back anyway because i mean it's yep. arnold and he's probably half the reason this movie is as huge as it is so I'm wondering how they're going to bring him back. My my big thing that you actually asked me as well before we hit record was the continuity issues that I have. Now, for those of you that don't know that are listening to this, maybe for the first time or haven't heard me say this in a while, I am the biggest sucker for continuity. All right. If you put a plate of perfect continuity in front of me, I'm going to eat that up because I don't care. It's perfect continuity. To give you an example, Order 66 in Star Wars carries over to the Clone Wars, carries through Episode 3, carried into Kenobi a little bit, carried over to Jedi Fallen Order, you know, and so that's one of the things that I'm really huge on, is, effect, is especially when it connects multiple platforms and medias. That yeah, and Fallen said, Order isn't even a movie, it's a video game. Exactly. Isn't it? Yes. Yeah. So, that being said, when I came to this movie... And when the movie was done, and I was starting to digest it mentally, I had several problems with this movie. Really? First, yeah, first and foremost, Reese being John Connor's dad. Awkward. Uh, <laughs> if the Terminator succeeds, does he wipe out the Terminators? Because John or uh, Reese actually, Kyle Reese does say he's from one of the timelines so there has to be multiple you know like a one multiverse. of many possible timelines yeah. he so, didn't he didn't say that's the exact timeline yeah. that was going to happen so there seems to perhaps potentially be a multiverse here so maybe they'll bring in a multiverse version of arnold don't tell me i don't want to know i'm just theorizing no i'm not saying anything i'm just simply saying that 
they're still following a strict timeline. It was mentioned that there's a possibility of this timeline happening, or this one, but everything that happens from here on is set in stone. Okay, that, that makes sense. Alright, because I was thinking to myself, how in the world is Reese going to hook up and bump uglies with Sarah Connor and then be John Connor's dad? Like, I, okay, sure. But, like, he was born after she existed but he has a picture i was like okay this is peculiar this is a, a peculiar set of circumstances yeah it's a little weird kind of freaky in a way but but whatever plot line yeah and that's why i was thinking if the terminator succeeds so does the terminator come from one of his timelines and then um i i don't know why i keep thinking of saying owen reese that makes no sense kyle reese if he comes to you know the, the timeline that we're watching in this movie. He comes from a different timeline, maybe, but then it's like, no, because he may have came from my timeline. To me, it kind of confused me. So that Yeah, was where... it is a little confusing at first, but the same questions that you're asking now were the same questions that the one doctor was asking Kyle Reese when interrogating him. Yeah, and so it, it's, it's just, it's interesting to see how this continuity kind of works. She, yeah, they're she, very aware of the potential problems of a story like this. Yeah, and, and when you tell a story like this, it's it's very challenging because you go into all these paradoxical, you know, issues in real life. The grandfather paradox. If I go back in time and I take out my great great grandfather, I don't survive. Or even my grandfather. If I, you know, point my parents in the other direction of somebody else, I'm never born. That kind of thing. So I'm curious to see how this works. I'm not the biggest fan of the whole time paradoxes. I, I think that when you tell a story, you're creating a world and it's your world. So you can do whatever the heck you want with it and power to you. And I encourage people to do that. Uh, but it was just, I will, I will say I absolutely loved this whole movie because it's, it seems like it was actually the whole time travel thing done right and as we progress through these movies you will see that i get even more excited until it gets ruined yeah until like terminator 3 i think is when i keep hearing yes. that it went downhill yeah i keep telling you terminator 3 i refuse to acknowledge that it ever existed so if we were going to do a sequel to our you know late summer blockbuster thon or whatever this could be you will not you you will tell me we have to skip t3 no, we can still do T3. I want to rant about it. Oh, you... Okay, well... I want to have my fun, and news, I will rip and tear until it's done. Newsflash, everybody. It looks like we're going to probably end up doing the next two sequels. <laughs> so, get your keisters ready. But I will say, though, that it just... The continuity was peculiar to me, and it felt... I mean, I've never seen somebody go back in time and then, like, hook up with, you know, somebody from the past... That was kind of, you know, surprising. I mean, I, I didn't hate it. I wasn't uncomfortable. It was just kind of caught me off guard because you don't really ever see that or expect that, especially today. So for that, I'll give James Cameron credit because I thought that was pretty nice to see something different. All in all, I love this movie. I'm obsessed. Okay. I'm obsessed because of the music the proper casting, the fact that the Terminator is this unstoppable force and 
a lot of our stories you know that we that we digest today and, and especially just in general most stories are an unstoppable object meets an unmovable force that being said what happens when a terminator who's a practically unstoppable force meets an immovable object right well he's going to keep going because i don't think he's met that immovable object yet i think that the the power hammer stopped him it maybe stopped that version but what's not to say that perhaps he could reassemble himself or I don't know. There's so many ways I think you can approach a sequel. Now, again, I don't know. I haven't seen it. I don't want anybody to spoil it for me. But it's I won't like, be saying anything either. But it, but it's just... In it, fact, I've honestly, I've actually forgotten. So I'd love ahead. to watch the second one too. <laughs> good. But it, it just was interesting to me to see this this iconic character. And, and I'm just going to say this. And I know I said it earlier. The stop motion... Do you know how much work has to go into stop motion? If you don't know what stop oh, motion yeah. is, stop motion I've... is when they they take a picture, right? They set something up, they take a picture, then they move it just so ever slightly, then they take another picture. Then they got to go back and move it ever so slightly again and take another picture. And when you get all those pictures together, it actually looks like something is moving or or floating or whatever you will. So that's what stop motion is. But go ahead. I just wanted to explain that. In yeah, case. I, was, I was just going to say, like, back then, yeah, there, there's all this, like, janky frame rate stuff with stop motion. But, like, nowadays, if if we were to go back and do something like that, there are people who have made like 60 frame, um, frame per second videos of stop motion. Either they did that themselves or potentially even AI to fill the gaps in between frames. But it, yeah, stop motion itself is a very tedious thing to do. Like, especially when it comes to claymation. Like, oh, definitely. That's pretty much the same kind of concept isn't it like you have these clay dolls or whatever yeah and you pose them as you want but each frame is a new picture and well, it's just a very time-consuming process to be able to pose everything and make it look nice let me ask you a question i've kind of thought about this as well now like especially earlier when i was just kind of you know thinking about this movie and listening to the theme for like the millionth time yeah like 60 times i've heard the dang terminator theme like what was it eight times already it's catchy today. though i love it so much i'm obsessed that's what half like one of the biggest proponents as to why i'm obsessed with it so much it we'll get into that in a moment as well i guess if we want to go a little deeper but let me ask you this let's say that somebody comes along right and let's say and i don't know if i would ever do this because i don't believe in kind of touching film i think in my in my opinion sometimes this could be considered tampering or ruining film but let's say i were to come along and i came up to you and i said matt let's go ahead and let's do the terminator movie like take the old old school 1984 terminator movie right that is the year i think it's 1984 right that this came out um and let's go ahead and let's just improve the special effects right so the scene where he's takes out his eye and you see the the robotic eye behind it Let's try to find a way to improve that. Let's improve these things. I don't think that's completely tampering, but what would your reaction be? Like, do you consider that a bad thing in terms of, like, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to word this. Would you consider that? I think that, I get what you're saying. Yeah, like ruining actually, it. actually, I was going to ask you the same thing. Like, if we were to go back and remake the movie in some way, how do you think that would go? Or what do you think would 
be necessary to do it right. Well, the way but that... since oh, go ahead. <laughs> since you asked me first, technically. Well, I wouldn't say it's a I... remake. I wouldn't say it's a remake. I all I'm all I'm proposing is we go back and just improve the effects. A if... remaster, then. Yes, is the I, right I would say the only thing is that people like with the new Last of Us game coming out, certain things are like done differently. What I'm proposing is the exact same movie. Everything's the same as far as plot and it's just the visual casting, effects are changed. It's simply we maybe CGI the Terminator as it's walking towards that big old steel door. Or we you know, when he's popping out his eye, we we make that more I don't even want to say CG because CG ages, but we try to find a way to modernize that in a way that it like yeah. doesn't you know, almost like what they do with Davy Jones and Pirates, right? In a way where it's almost doesn't age, or if it does age, which it will, it ages so slowly that nobody really realizes until like 40 years from now. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get what you're saying. And honestly, that's exactly what I was thinking if they were to just go back and revamp the visual effects of it, not change any of the plot or the movie or really the scenes much at all. That would make the movie very nice in a modern uh, viewing because when you take a look at the Terminator as he's walking towards the door and they shut it you can actually see with the whole stop-motion stuff it almost seems like the Terminator gets unnaturally larger like they're growing in size he's massive <laughs> but of course you already know how big he is in the movie compared to everyone else you See him throughout the whole thing. Well, and Arnold's a huge, massive, just specimen, man. <laughs> but, yeah, but like the the visual illusion, I guess, of him walking towards that door makes him seem like he's just growing massively in size. Fair like, enough. It's weird. Also, I did the but, mo- the uh, the math real quick. I hate to interrupt. I did the math real quick, and I just want to let you know that this movie, as of the date of recording, right, 2022 is when we're recording this, right? That movie came out in 1984. That means it's 38 years old. So what I would do is maybe for, like, the 40th or even 45th anniversary, I would go back and actually hire some people to say, hey, let's mess with this. But going back to what you're saying, the Terminator growing in size, I have to rewatch that scene again. But I can I can see that happening where they because, yeah it just, it just looks unnatural yeah because like to make him approach the camera he almost doesn't even like just he doesn't even I I guess what I'm how do I word this <laughs> for somebody that does a podcast I'm sure having a hard time wording stuff today what I guess what I'm thinking is it made it more suspenseful because as an object comes closer it gets a little larger in size right at the same time however. It's hard to do that in such a confined space, but the fact that they built a model that looks that amazing, because even the only thing that got me during that that scene, and this is like a scene that lasts a few seconds, right? So it's not like a five minute, you know, the Terminator's walking towards me for five minutes in a hallway type thing. This is like a good, you know, five seconds, really. The thing that got me was just the stop motion and don't get us wrong, we're willing to overlook that, at least I know I am, because this movie is 38 years old, and I would argue is one of the biggest movies that kind of 
helped in some ways revolutionize film as well. Not as big as Star Wars, but big enough to where it was like, okay, wow, you know, in, in those ways. I, I just think that that's the only thing. If, if that's all we noticed was the stop motion and the model still looks that great, then that's that's incredible. You in know what eyes. would be really cool? Go ahead. If we did go back and sort of add some CG elements to make it all nice and smooth, but still sort of keep that stop motion feel, because this is a robot that we're talking about. Well, it, And at this point, he's so incredibly damaged that... Uh, well, maybe not incredibly damaged, but he's been he's been battered. He's been smacked around. There's going to be some sort of robotic malfunction. So, so to have that jittery kind of movement could probably still make it feel authentic and cool. Well, and that raises an issue of blending CG with practical, which isn't the biggest issue. I mean, we do it in, I mean, the Marvel movies, don't get me started, but they do that. Uh, they most of the films in our society today do that. I'd actually be willing to go and one up you. So oh. one of the one of the things that they did in the original Jurassic Park movie was they actually used animatronic dinosaurs, and they they made them like the robots, and then they covered them to make them actually look like the dinos. You know, but anyway. I would be willing to go so far as to say, let's create a an animatronic like Terminator. But <laughs> I was gonna scare the heck out of half the people listening. But the only thing is that he's supposed to just walk towards you because there are people that have made those those kinds of machinery. The only issue that would really come into that is money. But I think we could create a Terminator, even if it looks clunky, I think it adds something to it. But then again, perhaps maybe that's not the best idea because we are in some ways creating the real Terminator. But in the most part, <laughs> but mostly what I'm saying is you could use an animatronic and, and do that, you know, with like a, I don't know if hydraulics is the right word, but like some sort of way to make that robot walk and look, because I think it, it's, the best part about using that stop motion was the fact that it felt unnatural, right? So the Terminator is now just pure, you know, I don't know what it is that he's made of. So I'm going to assume it's like a metal alloy like or like a, like a, like a titanium or steel, right? Yeah, I don't remember exactly what it's made out of either. We'll probably have to find that out in the next movies. What I can tell you is it's certainly not iron. <laughs> that nope. boy would be dented <laughs> like a car. I don't quite think it's stainless steel either if it can take yeah. shotgun bullets the way it did. But but this metal this metal material that he's made out of, right? He when he's walking towards them, he does look unnatural. And I think the stop motion adds to that in some way. Yeah, that's right? why I'm saying if we went back and sort of recreated those scenes, keep a little bit of that stop motion feel. I almost would say keep the stop motion, but then smooth it out, you know, using CG or whatever. But I, I thought that was just beautiful. Um, my last big thing about this movie is just overall, I, I thought it was like the so this movie has if I if I can look it up here for a moment. I know on Rotten Tomatoes, it has 100 percent. Right. So this is like, according to Rotten Tomatoes, this is like the perfect movie. <laughs> in some ways right uh let's see here um just look up the terminator here we go all right so imdb is giving this an 8.1 out 
I think Rotten Tomatoes, Rotten Tomatoes, I th- I believe, uh, accumulates the general public's reviews on its site, and then just kind of puts that together into an overall rating. So it, it get Rotten Tomatoes is a hundred percent on this, and then again, I don't trust Rotten Tomatoes as much because you know there are movies like Shutter Island, where they gave it like a sixty eight percent. So I don't really go for Rotten Tomatoes too much, but okay. Yeah. But that's still, it, I just think... public review, uh, like, outlets like that, I, I don't really trust anymore. Yes. Yeah, so... IGN, when it comes to games, Rotten Tomatoes, when it comes to movies, so it's just, I don't know. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. I still think it's worth mentioning that it got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm thinking I would lean more towards IMDb with the 8.1 out of 10. However, I would go higher than that. I give this a 9 out of 10. And the only real reason why is I feel like we could have gotten a little bit more character development um, from, like, Sarah Connor, I think. Because, I don't know, I don't feel like I know Sarah as a character as well. And I know that there are sequels, but I try to lean more on the film that I have seen. Like, you know, the film we're talking about. So, in terms of a noob coming into this movie, (laughs) right... I'm giving this movie a 9 out of 10. Loved it. I'm absolutely just... Ooh! Mmm! Man, I love this movie. <laughs> I, yeah, I am, I, I'm a Terminator fan now, and I can't wait for Judgment Day. Go ahead. I would I would say that, yeah, I'd keep a similar rating to you, but I don't feel like the development around Sarah Connor is really too... Or, I mean, yeah, it's still important, but... I, I feel like it's just fine for this movie in a way because the main focus of the movie is not entirely about her as a person. It's about how she needs to be protected to give birth to this child that will turn around the future. It is about preventing the future from not happening. Fair enough. I think that's fair enough to say. Uh, well, then, if we're going to take that into in a pr- kind of perspective, I'm giving this a 9.5. Plus, I just need, okay, an excuse, plus I need an excuse to give it a 9.5 anyway, because I actually think it kind of <laughs> deserves more of a 9.5 than a 9. I wasn't trying yeah, to go like... Yeah, I can like, tell that you really like this movie. I, I wasn't trying to go like half C's or, you know, decimals, but, like, I, I'm between 9 and 9.5, and so I'm just going to give it, like, a 9.3 four because I like four better than three. <laughs> four is a number better wow, number than three. For numbers. <laughs> okay, but but yeah, no, I, I I agree with you in that in that way. If if the film set out to to really be a, a, a chase between Reese and and the Terminator to you know, this this character Sarah Connor, it more than exceeded right the 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 expectations and that's another meme that people say oh my gosh they exceeded expectations shut up star wars fans i know you're some of you are probably gonna no i'm just playing i'm gonna cut that out (laughs) i was gonna mention last jedi here but no (laughs) i don't need a spark of fire here (laughs) but i think that this movie in that sense it's out to what it, it accomplished what it set out to do so in that perspective and in that way i'll go with that also, four is a better number than, than three. So, we'll just do a nine and a half. Frick it. Let's do a nine and a half. Heck yeah. All right. Is that your final offer? Yes. Take it or leave Sold. it. Sold. Good. <laughs> Dang. 
I love this movie. I just, I, I absolutely love it. The suspense carried out and everything. Oh, just love this movie. Go ahead. Your, your last yeah. little, your last little take here. Yeah, honestly, this, this was really fun to go back and watch again. Because it, it just brought back some memories of, uh, of me just chilling out on the couch watching this movie with my father. And me picking apart the movie for the first time. Remembering just how well, in my opinion, the continuity was done. I know that you had your problems with <laughs> it, but continuity. I will defend this movie. Oh, I I will defend this movie <laughs> and the second one, but screw the third movie that does not exist. It got erased uh, from all eternity by the Terminators. Even they hate the movie, dude. It, it should not exist. You know what? Why? I'm, you know what I'm more excited for though? The T1000 in the next movie. Oh, oh yeah. I've heard of the T-1000. But go ahead. You were still saying. <laughs> to, to finish your point here. Yeah, so the action was good. The story about the future war and the soldier coming back in time to prevent it. Going through all kinds of hell to meet. Okay. Oh, gosh. I just remembered. You know how we dunk on Marvel? But there's yeah. the whole meme of never meet your heroes. Yeah. Well, this is technically a movie about meeting your heroes. Oh my gosh, Matt! Don't make me go idea. back to a nine. Don't make me go back to a nine point four. <laughs> All right, sorry, sorry. Because <laughs> I'm really leaning back towards nine point. Just give it a nine right, out of five. ten and be done. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm fluctuating. The the only like problem I had with the action, but of course they probably wouldn't know this at the time. Plus, with how cars are made these days, uh, those things would not actually block bullets as well as you think they would. <laughs> it's an action flick, though. It's yeah, it's an action movie, and of course they assumed so at the time. But you know, we're kind of realizing, yeah, cars are bad at personal defense. Fair enough. Fair enough. So I think that's gonna do it for this episode. What do you think? Yeah, I. <laughs> Dude, I'm in love with the Terminator man. I just took a look at my notes. I'm sorry. What? I I have to add this one thing because I have up. a reference to SpongeBob here. You right? better hurry up! I'm gonna be late to work, bro. Hurry. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. This is the last thing I'm gonna say. But the way that the Terminator and uh kyle reese go back in time they cannot bring anything with them so clothes are gone guns are gone anything <laughs> that they could bring back with them yes. besides living tissue and apparently what's beneath that uh they arrive in the past naked and the reference that i have here is good grief it's naked <laughs> and with that ladies and gentlemen that will conclude this episode <laughs> The, the other the, the reason for that is because of an episode of SpongeBob, I guess, where Plankton swaps lives with Mr. Krabs, and well, Plankton has Mr. Krabs's clothes, and Mr. Krabs is the one that's trying to steal the formula. But because they swap, well, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> Keep that in if you want. I don't care. I'm sorry. I'm hopped up on an energy drink. Dude, it's fine enough. I think that's going to conclude this episode of the Film Freaks. What do you think? 
I'm done dragging this on longer than it should be. <laughs> yeah, you're fine, man. <laughs> so, if you want to go ahead and touch base with us, where where should they go? Where should they go, Matt? I'm making you do well, this again. Uh, all right, fair enough. It's becoming you your thing now. Us, you can find us on Twitter. Uh, for that, the Twitter handle is at filmfreaks underscore pod. That is with an underscore between freaks and pod. We are also on Instagram and TikTok with the handle filmfreakspod, no underscore. And if you wish to contact us, send... I send an email about questions, concerns, maybe you want to engage in a little bit of conversation as well. Outside of social media, we have an email, thefilmfreaks01 at gmail.com. Wonderful. And you touched base on the Instagram and TikTok. I give I I give your and you mentioned the Twitter. Okay, alright. I give your uh your closing here uh a Two out of ten. Anyway. <laughs> Frick off. I'm out of here. <laughs> that being said. You're just as dead <laughs> to me as the third movie. I'm done. Wonderful. Well, folks, it looks like I'll be searching for another co-host soon enough. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, thanks again, everybody, for listening. And, uh, yeah, thanks again for reviewing as well. Leave a review. Let us know what you think. We want to hear from you. Give us any topics or anything as well. Uh, next week, I'm trying to figure out what we want to do. It's a toss-up between Terminator 2 or kind of something that I have up my sleeve. So we'll, we'll figure that out. But anyway, thanks everybody again for listening. And we will catch you all later. Peace. We'll be back. <laughs>